Hey there and welcome. It's episode 79 of the Movement and Mindfulness podcast and I am Erica Webb. I'm super thrilled to have you with me and today we're going to be talking about setting kind of goals and intentions for 2021, but I have a slightly different way of looking at it for you that I can't wait to share. So stay tuned. Hi, and welcome to the Movement and Mindfulness podcast with me, Erica Webb of Erica Webb Yoga and Pilates. In this podcast, I, along with my guests, will explore what it means to move as an act of self-kindness and self-discovery. We'll look at the ways movement, mindset, and mindfulness support us to be and do the things we so desire in the world. I truly believe that movement has the ability to expand our capacity to show up for the things that are important to us. And I'm here to help you embrace the idea of movement as a powerful tool for wellness, rather than just another thing you think you should be doing. I'm thrilled you're here. Let's do this. So how are you doing? It is after Christmas now. We are in the lead up to the new year. And I know when I was writing an email recently to the members of my Mindful Movement Virtual Studio, I was talking about how this is kind of like that weird space in between. And it can feel a little bit sort of you know, maybe really spacious and freeing. Maybe it's like, oh, I need some structure to my life to feel like I know what I'm doing. Um, but whatever your experience of that is, I hope that you're, you know, finding some capacity to enjoy this space in between what sometimes feels like, you know, a big busy time and then a bit of quiet before we kind of launch into whatever it is we're up to for the new year. Now, I, I'm denied about whether or not to record a podcast episode about goal setting and particularly around your movement practice, because, you know, I think any day is a good day to decide that you want to start a new habit or change what you're doing or, you know, go after what it is you want. But, you know, there's no denying that the new year has a special sort of energy around it for setting intentions and thinking about what it is that we want. So, I'm going to preface this episode by saying that, you know, you can decide whatever day you're listening to this, you can decide to start this now, tomorrow, doesn't have to be on the 1st of January. Um, One of the things that can happen with New Year goals is that we are pretty gung-ho about them for a few days, maybe even a few weeks if we're lucky, and then we tend to slip back into our our old patterns. Uh, So, you know, lots and lots of gym memberships get started in January, lots of people sign up for courses, all that sort of stuff. And then oftentimes it's not that long before they drop off. And that's a really human thing. Oftentimes we will kind of like do that and we'll think, oh, I'm just the worst and I can't stick with anything. But the reality is that it's just a very human thing to do. And you know, there's ways around it too. There's ways for us to to really move towards what it is we want and stick with it. So that's sort of what I want to talk about today is can we look at goal setting around our movement practice, but you could really apply this to anything in a slightly different way so that it's not about like, I want to attend the gym or I want to go to yoga class three times a week and kind of setting those goals in place, but instead looking at it from a slightly different angle. So that angle is considering two things. One of them, how, and they're kind of the same, actually. <laughs> they're the same, but with slightly different words. So the first one is thinking about how you want to actually feel through the year. So I'm going to give you an example. When it comes to a movement practice, this is one of mine. So I, am, I want to feel strong. I want to feel easeful, so not full of tension in my body. 
I want to feel like I can do anything, like any physical activity that I decide I want to do. So if I want to go for a hike, I want to be able to do it with ease. If I want to be able to get down on the floor and play with my kids, I want to be able to do that with ease. If I want to dance, I want to be able to do all of those things with ease. So that's one of the the ways that I want to feel. And the other way of looking at this is asking, like, what are you committed to? Now, I want to dive probably a little bit more into that because I think that this is a little bit more nuanced perhaps than how do you want to feel. But thinking about like, what is it for 2021 that you want to commit to? Now, from a movement perspective, this might be, I want to commit to feeling well. I want to commit to feeling strong. I want to commit to feeling easeful. I want to commit to, you know, looking after my body. Now, you'll notice that when we think about like, what am I committed to in terms of you know, an outcome, like how I want to feel, how I want to show up. It doesn't presuppose any number of times that we have to attend a gym or any number of classes that we have to sign up for, but it actually helps us to look at like, why, why might I do those things (laughs) to get the outcome that I want? So this is what I want to encourage you to do. And, And I've talked about this before on the podcast in terms of it's thinking about like, what is your why for doing the things that you do? Because the reality is that it's so easy to say, I really want to do that yoga class and I'm going to show up three times a week. And then that in and of itself becomes pretty unmotivating because just showing up for a class becomes another thing to tick off your to-do list. It's, It's genuinely not inherently motivating. But if you can say, I'm really committed to feeling well in my body this year, or I'm committed to, um, you know, feeling strong, or I'm committed to finally being able to do that walk or that trek or that whatever, then when we're sort of faced with that moment of going like, oh, do I want to stay doing what I'm doing right now? Or do I want to go and do that class that I sort of said I would do? It becomes less about, I said, I'd do that class. I'm going to show up and more about, is that thing that I said I was going to do actually going to move me towards what I'm committed to? So, it's a, it's just a different way of looking at things. Or it might be, you know, we can flip it and say, if you're committed to feeling a certain way, then is going to that yoga class or is turning on that session going to lead you towards that? And sometimes the answer might be no. And sometimes the answer might be yes. But we're clear on what we're, you know, what we're wanting as an outcome. And I think that that helps us to guide our choices with more clarity. And it helps us to get out of that kind of like pushy, punishing, I said I'd go three times and I only went two times. And it gets us to think about and and feel into like, how actually am I? How am I in this moment? So when it comes to like a movement practice, mindfulness practice, the things that I'm committed to and and the things that I've been committed to and the things that I'm going to continue to to commit to for 2021 is feeling easeful in my body. I'm really committed to managing that physical tension that can creep up when I'm using the computer or feeling, you know, stressed about various things that happen in life. And I'm committed to allowing myself to feel a sense of spaciousness. And so for me, that means meditating regularly. And that's something that I've struggled with. I'm not going to lie. The movement part, I find a lot easier because, you know, I can do, I've, I've really gotten into the habit of 
a lot of incidental movement, movement snacks. Um, you know, I obviously teach and so I'm moving quite regularly when I do that. But the movement piece, it doesn't take a lot to convince me to do that. Meditation, though, I can find so many reasons not to do it. But I love the way that it makes me feel. So if I was to sit down and say, well, my goal is to meditate every single day, that's probably not going to be enough to get me over the line. But if I say I'm really committed this year to managing overwhelm or I'm really committed this year to feeling more calm, I'm really committed this year to feeling that sense of spaciousness, then when I'm faced with that decision of like, okay, am I going to use this 10 minutes to scroll Instagram, which to be fair is probably what I generally choose instead, or am I going to use this 10 minutes to sit and meditate? I can get really honest with myself and say, well, which one is going to help me to feel, excuse me, the way that I want to feel? Is it scrolling? Is it sitting to meditate? Is it something else? But it allows me to then think about what I'm going to do based on who it is I actually want to be. And so I can give myself this guidance, I suppose, to say, you know, if I want to feel this way of being calm, being easeful in my body, of being strong, then the person that I have to be is the person who truly responds to the way that she's feeling, who says, you know, I am committed to this. And so I'm going to show up for myself. And so who I have to be in order to feel that, experience that, I can choose. And then the actions kind of just are chosen and, you know, we kind of pick them, I guess. We can almost pick our actions once we've figured out what we're committed to and how we want to feel. And then you can get nitty gritty if you want to, you know. I mean, everybody's a little bit different in this respect. I tend to rebel a little bit when I see on my list of things to do, do this this many times or do this at this exact time of day. That doesn't really work for me. But I know heaps of people for whom that is exactly what they need. And so I'm not going to dictate, you know, by any stretch of the imagination, that's not my job. I'm not going to dictate what that might look like in terms of what you then go and do. But I would encourage you when you're thinking about like if you are setting goals, if you are thinking about what do I want my 2021 to look like? How is movement going to be involved in that? How is meditation, mindfulness, these self-care practices self-kindness practices, how do they slot into my vision for how I want to feel and what I want to be committed to in 2021? And I know that for me, this extends to you know my business. I know what I'm committed to in 2021. And I, when I say that, I don't mean what activities I'm committed to. I mean what outcomes I'm committed to. I'm committed to helping people feel well. I'm, help, I'm committed to helping more people feel well. And so that is going to dictate who I have to be and what I have to do in order to achieve that outcome. Um, Whereas I think if I said to myself, you know, if I started at the other end and I said social media post every single day, uh, 52 um, podcast interviews and another 52 solo episodes, like that is perhaps a little bit overwhelming for my little brain. (laughs) It's not like, oh, that doesn't inspire me. That's like, well, that's a lot of things I need to do. Whereas if I can go to where, what do I want to experience in terms of how do I want to feel? How do I want to 
commit, like what outcomes am I committing to? Then it's like, yeah, how can I allow these podcast episodes? How can I get those social media posts to actually help people? How can I get those to align with what I want to feel and what I'm committed to experiencing and, you know, putting out into the world? And I really think that from a movement perspective, because we want to move because it feels good. We want to move because it makes us feel a certain kind of way. We don't want to move because we're punishing ourselves for the huge Christmas dinner we had. Who cares? Move on. That is not the purpose of our movement. And I really encourage you, if that, if that is still what drives you to, to the yoga mat, to the gym, to you know the street, to run, whatever it is, if what is motivating you is guilt and shame and like that sort of feeling of like having to repent for the things that you've done, I, pl- I encourage you to really think about how can you flip that to something that is kind, something that pulls you towards it because it feels good rather than because if you don't do that, you feel bad about yourself. Now, you know, I am not a therapist. Therapy is a great thing. <laughs> and I really encourage you if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, yeah, that actually is what drives me. It's the guilt and the shame and the all of that. You know, I am a huge proponent for therapy, getting support to, you know, look at these stories that we tell ourselves so that we have this ability, capacity, desire to move from a place of kindness rather than that self-punishing place that, you know, we all do that to some extent, um, but it can become very damaging. And I really encourage you to talk it through with someone a professional because it is so, so worth it. And when we can start to move from this place of kindness, self-care, really moving towards that capacity to love ourselves, that is what will actually change everything because we cannot punish ourselves into, you know, the way that we want to feel. The way that we want to feel is almost always on the other side of learning to be kinder to ourselves. So I hope that helps. I hope that as you sort of think about what you want for 2021, you can think about like, what is it that I want to feel? What do I want to be committed to? Not in terms of actions, but outcomes. And then let that guide your choices around what it is you actually do. All right. I'd love you to come and find me and let me know if this is helpful. Let me know how it is that you set your intentions, set your goals. You can come and find me over on Instagram it's at Erica Webb Yoga. You can find me on Facebook as well and over on my website, ericawebbyoga.com.au. But I would really love to hear from you. It is a very one-sided activity being on a podcast. And so if you have thoughts, you know, if it's raised questions, if you've got, you know, a different idea, I'd love to hear it. So come on over and find me. And there is one more episode before the end of this 2020 year. It's with a guest and it was recorded a little while ago, but it's actually really perfect for this end of year time. Uh, My guest coming on on Thursday is Simone Russell, who is just wonderful. And I think you will absolutely love what she has to say. So if this topic resonates with you, do be sure to come back on Thursday to hear what Simone has to say, because I think it will really help. All right. Until then. Have a great week. Be kind to yourself and I will see you soon. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the Movement and Mindfulness podcast. I hope you loved it. And if you did, maybe share it with a friend who would love it too. And I'd also be so grateful if you'd take the time to subscribe, rate and review the show. It makes such a difference to get that feedback. 
And if you're over on social media, why not come and find me? You'll find me at Erica Web Yoga on both Instagram and Facebook. And over on my website, you'll find access to some free resources, including free classes that will help you to move well, feel well, and most importantly, move with kindness. Over there, you'll also find more information about joining me inside the Mindful Movement Virtual Studio, which is my home of kind movement, yoga, Pilates, and somatics to help you move well, feel well, and all with kindness. Until next time, I hope you're having a great day. I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you.